Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Master Your Mindset podcast. As always, it is so good to have you here. Today, I am putting a little bit of a spiritual take on the episode. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about past life regression and a couple of the lessons that I have learned from doing my own past life regression sessions. So let's just get straight into it. Welcome to the Master Your Mindset podcast. This is a space where I will be sharing my learnings, opinions, and own experiences in the world of mindset growth and personal evolution. My aim is to guide you towards seeing the potential of having your wildest dreams and breaking it down to actually help you reach those desires. It's time to break away from society's rules and board your rocket on a one-way trip to the moon. Buckle in. So I'm not too sure exactly how many past life regressions I have done. I'm going to say around four or five. I've done most of them with, you will all know her, Claire Chancellor. And I did my very first one with someone, I can't remember his name, but someone from New Zealand. Um, And this was when I literally had no idea what was happening. But most of my past life regressions, the most memorable ones, um, have been with Claire. And they are just so fascinating, like so fascinating. So for me, I know that there's going to be an entire description on what past life regression is, and you can probably go to Claire's website and see all about that. But I'm going to give you my own take on what I think past life regression is based on the level of spirituality that I'm at, which I would say, I don't know, actually, I don't know, medium, (laughs) maybe I'm like medium middle way there. I don't know what that means, but I wouldn't say like, I'm definitely still spiritually curious um, and learning and I like trying everything out. It's like the old saying, don't knock it till you try it. I feel like that's kind of my take on spirituality and that's how spiritually curious I am. So the latest thing that I tried out with was a spinal energetic session which is more about like releasing stored emotions in my own way, um, similar to like Reiki healing. But that was probably the latest thing that I tried out and I really, really loved it. I think the only thing that I can think of that I haven't tried out yet is like a sound healing bath. Yeah, I feel like that's what I haven't tried, which I would like to try. But anyway, (laughs) past life regression, getting back to the topic, in my opinion, is visiting the past lives that you have lived and what I mean by that is your soul is a forever thing your soul is forever but maybe this body that you were in is not quite forever but your soul is so your soul has traveled through many many lifetimes some souls more than others and the people listening to this today me here in the now In this world, our soul is currently in our body, living out the life that it's meant to live in this time. (laughs) It can get quite confusing and it it even took me some time to get my head around, but I completely see, I see it and I've experienced it and I know and I've experienced it through past life regressions and you can kind of look at it as if, so your soul just is in a train and it stops off at each train stop 
which is a different dimension, which is a different lifetime. So, and then you will live out that life that you were meant to live in that time. And then you pass away and then you get back on the, your soul gets back on the train and just travels to the next lifetime. And in between those lifetimes, every time you pass away, every time you die, I didn't actually expect to be getting into it this much. I was just going to explain some of the lessons that I've learned in my past life regression. But here, we're here for it. Um, We're here for it all. So in between those lifetimes, and this this is my beliefs, your soul puts its hand up for a set of lessons that it it gets to learn in this lifetime. So in every lifetime, you will enter that lifetime or that world, wherever it is, already knowing, well, maybe not knowing, but uh, subconsciously knowing that you have a set of lessons that you're going to be challenged with in this lifetime. And there could be a lot or there could be a few. And these lessons could look like things like you need to learn patience or you need to learn how to truly stand up for yourself. It's usually the fears that you have. Those are, those are what the biggest lessons that you, you know, you're going to learn in this lifetime. Sometimes we don't learn all of the lessons that we were meant to in this lifetime. Sometimes we just don't get it and we just let the pattern go round and round and round and we just don't learn it. Sometimes our life can be cut short and we don't get there in time. But if you think about it, if we go back to a lesson of patience, for example, you may get someone at some stage in your life, probably a lot of different scenarios actually, but someone in your life that really tests your patience. Like they come into your life for a reason. They're really testing your patience. And this is where you will learn patience. And if you don't learn it and, you know, maybe they're out of your life, another situation will come up. It's that pattern. It's that cycle. It won't end until you see the pattern and you learn the lesson. So you can sort of see how like the way I talk about life in general these days is just like seeing things from different perspectives and learning the lessons in the everyday life things so that we can grow, so that we can move forward, so that we can be the best we could possibly be for ourselves, that is. And this is where I go back to the past life regressions. So I've visited a few. There are two that are the most memorable for me that I'm probably going to talk about now. I'm not sure how much in detail. I more just want to like get you to understand the lessons that I was seeing from these. But if I knew a little bit more about past lives, I'd be able to get into more detail about it. But from what I do know is that there are multiple things that you can take from a past life regression. And one of them could potentially be like, Perhaps in one of your lifetimes, you got shot in the shoulder. (laughs) This is a random example, but let's just say you got shot in the shoulder and I don't know, somehow you died from that or just you had that injury and that's, that's what happened in that lifetime. And let's say that that happened to you when you were the age of 49. I don't know why I'm thinking of that number, but that's the number that I'm thinking about. So if that happened at the age of 49, it might be quite interesting because at the age of 49 in this lifetime that you're at, which you obviously don't know unless you are going back into your past lives and exploring them, but you might randomly get an injury in your shoulder, but it might not even be, it might not be big, but it, or it might be big. It might not be from anything. Your shoulder might just randomly start hurting, like not maybe as deep as like it would feel like you getting shot, but 
your shoulder might just start hurting a little bit more and you just don't know why. Like there's no explanation for it. Haha, there is an explanation for it. It happened in your past life and it's just coming through with you. It's like interesting because it's like that remembering, right? Whether it's so unconscious to us or conscious to us, it's just like the remembering and your body keeps score. I always say this, your body will always keep score. And if you don't learn the lessons from your past lives, they will carry on through to you with you, I should say in the next life and the next life and the next life until you learn it. And... If you have scenarios where there's a lot of emotions being stored, a lot of stress in your body being stored, and you don't let it all go, not only is there a possibility that you could be suppressing emotions from this lifetime, but there could be a lot of emotions being stored inside your body from other lifetimes. So the faster we explore it and the faster we understand it, the faster we can let it all go and empty ourselves of suppressed emotions and feelings and stressed and live a carefree, light life. So if you've never experienced or know much about past life regression, the way that it sort of happens is, well, for me anyway, this is my experience that you sit or lie down. And you have your your spiritual healer or the person taking the past life regression with you. In my case, it was online. Um, and you sort of start this meditation vibe that they are taking you through. You're following along. And you start to get into this hypnosis state. And the entire time while you are in this hypnosis state... You're also chatting to them. So it's not like it's a quiet thing. They're asking you questions and you're telling them answers or you're just telling them the whole story about what's going on. So really, they're not telling you your story. You are telling them your story. And sometimes it feels a little bit weird because there's usually some self-doubt in it, especially in the beginning phases of it. There's usually some self-doubt on like, I don't know why I'm saying that, but what they say, and I learned this in a lot of different things and areas of my life, is that the first thing that comes to your mind is what's true. Anything else, whether it's two seconds later or three seconds later, your ego comes in and tries to tell you to stop and keep you safe and makes you play small. So the first thing that comes to your mind, and I'll give a little example I remember, I can't remember exactly what, when, where, why, how, but Claire asked me a question and my answer totally didn't make sense. And she's like, and you know, whatever the question was. And I said, brown. Um, she's, I'm like, I don't know why I'm saying brown to you, but I, I don't know. I, all I can think of is the word brown right now. And then she's like, oh my gosh, that makes so total sense. And I'm like, okay, does it? So you're, they're helping you out with the words and the thoughts and the everything that you're saying. And yeah, all of a sudden you're getting into the entire story. So the first and most memorable past life regression I can remember is I started off and it was like real Red Riding Hood vibes. Like I was this girl, I was blonde. I was about mid 20s mid to late 20s and I was wearing this red coat I was very pale and I was in the woods I was in this deep forest and it was so dark and I was holding my baby but I was running I was running and running because I felt like I was being chased 
And then all of a sudden my baby was stolen from me and I, I was, yeah, just so heartbroken. It was like a fast moving picture, but I was, I was running more running, more running, more running. I continued to run because I had the sense of direction of, I know where my baby is. And it was like some, the sort of monster had stolen my baby and I just kept running and I was like crying and I was upset and I felt like, like quite literally a mother that had her baby ripped from her. If you have a child, you can, might understand how that feels or you could just like feel into that. But that's how it felt to me. And I just, I was so determined to get my baby back, but I felt like I could do nothing. I felt hopeless. There was nothing that I could do and I was running and I was trying to get there and Essentially, all I wanted to know that my baby was safe and protected. I just wanted my baby to be safe and protected. And I remember I went through that entire lifetime searching for my baby in the dark woods and I never found my child. And there's more to this story, but I'm just doing the bits where it kind of makes sense for you because this regression goes on for a long time. And I'm literally saying this, the picture that's coming to my mind somehow is, is this picture. And it's funny because I actually asked Claire, I'm like, well, is this even true? Like, have I just seen like an advertisement or something with Red Riding Hood and that's how I'm getting it in my imagination? And she says, what you need to see prior to this makes more sense than you would ever know, because it's actually what needs to come up for you. So that happened and there was actually quite a few lessons for this, but what I can actually take from this life in particular. Okay, so I've got to go into another brief story around this. If you know me and my story, my mum passed away when I was younger. Um, I was almost eight and what I can see that has relevance to my past life. So in that lifetime, I was the mother and I lost my baby. And all I wanted to know was that baby was safe, that my baby was protected, that my child was okay and doing okay. And then I come into this lifetime, even though it wasn't my last lifetime, I come into this lifetime and I can see the way things have played out for me. I am that child that got lost. Uh, In that lifetime, I am that child and I lost my mum. So even though in that lifetime, my mum felt like she lost me at the same time in this lifetime, I lost my mum. So it's kind of that way. Like my mum was always wondering like, is my baby okay? Is my baby safe? Is she okay? Like, cause it was a girl. And what I can take away from it is like, I'm the baby and I'm okay and I'm safe and I'm protected. So it's kind of me living both of those lives. It's kind of me having that sense of, I always had the question of like, is my baby, is my child okay? And now that I'm living this life, I have the answer. Yes, I'm okay. And because I lived that life, I know that my mum was okay. It's weird because I was actually her in that lifetime. So I know that she was okay. I know that her purpose was to be searching for me to make sure I'm okay. And now that's kind of fulfilled because yes, I can tell you right now, I am okay and I'm protected and I'm doing good. So that's kind of what I took away from it. And the reason that I look at it this way and the reason why this is the takeaways that I'm getting from this past life is that I had an extremely, extremely hard time with accepting my mom's death, I guess. 
Um, growing up, especially as a teenager, like I had an extremely hard time, even though I didn't tell anyone about it. Um, the feelings were definitely there and I definitely was suppressing them. But now this gives me that sense of, or just that ease and that acceptance of like, my mum's okay. I know that she's okay and I'm okay. And even though I lived out both of them, you can kind of make sense of it. So if you are someone that is very spiritual, you'll completely understand what I mean. If you are someone that's spiritually curious, this will be really interesting to you. If you're not, I totally get it. And these don't have to be the types of conversations that you listen to. You can just move to the next um, podcast episode. I'm so, so okay with that. I definitely found it fascinating and it gives me... A warm heart. That's what it gives me. So if that's how this is going to go and that's the feelings that I'm going to get from this spiritual awakening, then so be it. Because I feel really good with this feeling and this thought and this belief. So the other memorable past life regression I had, I went in and when I was looking at myself, I was some sort of like monstery ogrey thing. Either way, I knew I hated the way I looked. I was big, I was ugly, I was a monster ogre thing. <laughs> I hated the way I looked. And I was more of like a age where I was a teenager. So all of the kids at school, which looked similar to me, I don't know why we were like monstery looking things. They were all bullies. And they were bullying me and bullying me and bullying me. And the only thing that I had that gave me this sense of, I guess, belonging was this book. This big, huge green book. And one day when I was being bullied, they, those kid ogre things, <laughs> they stole this book from me. And I remember this book so clearly and I really wanted it back. It's what I wanted this book. It's what I needed. It was, it was mine and so I one day actually stood up for myself and I stole my book back from them. Like I say, there's so much more to these stories, but I'm just giving you the bits that um, kind of count for this podcast episode anyway. But I used my voice. I stood up for myself. I stole the book back and I ran and ran and ran and ran. And it's funny because, again, the setting that I was running in was like, a forest. But this time as I ran, the more I ran, I was more going into like the trees went from being really dense and thick and dark and gloomy. And the more I ran, they got like skinnier and brighter and the, the leaves were like lime green and it got lighter until I saw this big opening. And this big opening had like the sun shining down on the house, which just intuitively I knew was mine. And I went inside and it, my nana was there, but it wasn't like my nana in this life. To be honest, it actually was my nana in this life, but just um, a cartoon version. I, I just know that for some reason. I just know that. And I was talking to my nana about it. And when I like revealed like the cover of my book, so I didn't, I hadn't seen it other than I knew it was dark green. It was really big looking, almost kind of like a Bible, I would say. And it had like gold on it. Um, but when I looked at the title of the book for the first time that was re revealed to me, it said the book of answers. 
And straight away, I knew exactly what it was because this was a stage in my life when I was deciding, you know, that I don't have this fear of being seen um, because I just started my Instagram and I didn't have my business started up yet, but my first plan was to be seen and talk and do everything on Instagram to, you know, engage my audience and get the right type of people onto my page and following me that wants to have like-minded conversations and these sorts of things. So straight away in that I knew that because I was going through a huge stage of making a decision, making a really big decision um, in this lifetime and just trying to dissolve that fear of being seen and that fear of what people might be thinking of me right now on Instagram and fear of like judgment All of a sudden, I just had the self-trust. I was like, no matter what I do, I have the answers. I don't need anyone else. I don't need anything else. This is why I wanted that book so badly. It's because I have the answers. I'm the one that has all of the answers. Yes, I can be guided by people and this and that, and I continue to be. But whatever it is, I will always have the answers. I just need to lean into my self-trust. So that could potentially have been a lesson for me that I needed to learn in this lifetime and that's why I saw it in one of those lifetimes so that I can really take that on board and learn that lesson and let me tell you in the last year and a half maybe two years I have been learning about self-trust I have been going into the depths of self-trust I have had challenges around trusting myself let me tell you self-trust has been a big lesson and I'm still going through it and it's a journey and it's a beautiful one right and I have all the answers so that's the takeaway that I got from that past life what I want to say is that you have many past lives some more than others and that's why I don't know if you've ever heard someone say to anyone or maybe you You're an old soul because that means you've lived a lot of lifetimes and some are newer souls that might have lived, you know, anywhere between one and a hundred lifetimes, who knows, but I definitely feel like an old soul and there is a specific reason why those two lifetimes are very memorable and the lessons that I got from them are definitely things that I'm integrating in this life and definitely things that are helping me to be bigger, to be better, to be stronger, to be my best self, living my best life. And I have all the answers. So I thought that was pretty cool. I wanted to come on here and share those life, um, past life regressions with you because I thought maybe you would either find it fascinating or maybe you resonated in some way. Maybe you're spiritually curious and you just want to sort of get amongst conversations where you're trying to understand different things around and within your spiritual awakening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. That is where I will love you and leave you. I will see you again next week.